Welcome to the Lifting Your Soul podcast with George and Scott, carrying on with the Book of Romans. Okay, okay. Hello, Scotty. How you doing, my friend? Yeah, good, mate. Good. Had a good day. Uh, have you recovered after the last uh, podcast? Yes, I have, I think. <laughs> heavens saw- declared, uh, the heavens declare the glory of God. Mate. Oh, hallelujah. It yeah. definitely did. That was a great discussion. Uh, please go back and listen to um, episode two. Listen to all the episodes, of course. But episode two was talking about uh, how God's attributes, his eternal power and nature is evident through his creation. And we talked through just a little bit, just a touch. It really was just a, like a tip of the iceberg, wasn't it, Scott? Absolutely. Just a tip. Of the of the attributes, the things like the uh, fine-tuning of the universe, yeah. the molecular machinery, uh, certain stars and how they move, and and all of these other things that show eh, maybe it was an evolution which has zero scientific evidence. But anyway, <laughs> that's right. <laughs> go back and listen to that. Uh, and we gave, some, uh, we gave some resources for you. So if you haven't listened to it, let me just quickly write these down, uh, or I should say type them down because no one writes anymore. Uh, they are... People like Frank Turek with Cross Examined. They are Ken Ham or AnswersInGenesis.org, which is amazing. Uh, there's a Jason Isles, which which um, he is an incredible lecturer around universities, scientific lecturer. It shows how creation is from God. The universe was created. And the final one was, um, who was it? Oh, uh, no, we did Cross Examined. We did Frank Turek. There was one more. It yeah, I, I don't know that name. Yeah, yeah, we'll 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 come back to him if I remember it. But that, just those ones alone are, are fascinating. Yeah. So excellent. So go through them and and have a listen to them. Today we're going to move on and um, go from well, not moving on. It's actually just the next part of this. Uh, Romans one verse twenty one. We're up to the third podcast, Scott. Yeah, already. Okay, and we we are only into verse twenty one yeah, of the okay. first chapter. That's all right. This that's is good. the word, and we haven't even delved in deeply yet. No, not, like, not like, as yet. No, right? Like we're delving in, but we we just want to give the ability for people to be able to hear this, the word of God, and go, "Whoa, there's a lot more here." Mm. Yeah. So, Scott, why don't you take us away and uh, and read from verse twenty one of Romans chapter one, and uh, where, where are you going to read to today? Uh, I think I'm going to go right through to. We'll go right through to 28. Okay. We'll stop okay. there at 28. So 21 to 28. And okay. I'm reading from the New King James Version. All right, well, look, what I'll do is I'll move mine to a New King James and I'll follow along. Carry Excellent. on. All right. Verse 21. Uh, just to give you a bit of uh, background, we were talking about man's willing denial of God and obviously with all the creation. So just to give you the context as we read on. And it says, because although they knew God, they did not glorify him as God, nor were thankful, but became futile in their thoughts and in their foolish hearts were darkened. Professing to be wise, they became fools and exchanged the glory of the incorruptible God into an image made like corruptible man Mm. and birds and four-footed animals and creeping things. Therefore, God also gave them up to uncleanness in lusts of their heart to dishonor their bodies among themselves, who exchanged the truth of God for the lie and worshipped and served the creature rather than the creator who Mm. is blessed forever. Amen. Verse 26, For this reason God gave them up to vile passions, for even their women exchanged the natural use for what is against nature. Likewise also, the men leaving the natural use of the women burned in their lust for one another. Ooh. 
men with men committing what is shameful and receiving in themselves the penalty of the error which was due. And even as they did not like to retain God in their knowledge, God gave them up or over to a debased mind to do those things which are not fitting. Scott, um, where do we go from there? Look, Very good. one of the things we one of the things we spoke about last podcast was that a man willfully, through his unrighteousness or his wickedness, denies God's existence. We we rub him out of our midst, and and these are some of the consequences of what happens when we do that. When we pull God out of society, God out of our hearts, God out of existence. Here's what man does. Yeah, and exactly. it's showing the consequences. Of what it does. And I think this is important. Not I think. We know this is important because like we said at the start of last podcast was the the, the beauty of salvation, the, the, the glorious nature of salvation is only really in its full glory when you, when you understand the backdrop of why it's glorious. What did Jesus come to save us from? And what was your answer? Sin. Yes. Our own sin. Our own sin, yeah. While, Je- while we were still sinners, Jesus came to save yeah, us. Yeah, yeah. I love that. that right? That- Oh, I love scripture. That. I love that too. God demonstrates his own love towards us in, in that while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. Yes, yes. Fantastic. Not knowing we needed him, not knowing we were sinners, not knowing we were wicked, not knowing any of that sort of stuff, and Jesus is out there doing his thing, dies for us, pays the price. And we're like, yeah, we know what we're doing. And Jesus is like, no, you don't. Yeah, exactly. Because he says it on the cross, Father, Incredibly forgive them lost. because they do not know what they're doing. So true. You know. So true. And so so in the backdrop of what we're saying, the reason why Romans 1, especially the second half of Romans 1, even into Romans 2, there's such a there's such a darkness if I can call it. Yeah, yeah, look. It's a I, mentioning of the wickedness, right? Yeah, I think the, the issue that um a lot of people skip over with this is um what we're viewing here is we we talked about it in the first podcast um, how man is completely corrupted. Yes, not just you know a little bit of corruption. I yes. mean, the, the corruption goes so deep that we don't even oh. know it nor understand. I'm pointing it. at Scott right now, people. I'm pointing at him right. <laughs> he is actually because he just said something there. Yeah, yeah. What's what? Something's obviously. Like, th- think about it. The corruption is so bad. It's not that we are sort of good, but do sometimes bad things. Correct. This is why when when that when that young man came to Jesus and said, "Good teacher." Jesus, sort of seemingly we go, well, why does he say this? What is his reply? Remember? Who are you calling good? Mm. There is only one but good. Mm. That's the Father. Mm. Mm. Okay. Why? And what's Jesus saying? He's saying, this is what he's saying to him. Ooh, I got the. Here's what he's saying to him. Whatever you think is good is not good mm. because everything is corrupted by sin. Only the Father is not. Mm. And Jesus, of course. Yes, yeah, right. So, so only God is not. Yeah. And that's what he's saying. Mm. Um, and so so <laughs> this is what we do as humanity. But I'm okay. I'm good. Yeah. I, I don't rob. I don't steal. I don't lie. I don't... Blah, 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 blah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And we talked... Sounding to... like those goats. Blah, yeah, blah, yeah. Blah, 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 right? yeah, I'm not yeah. as bad as that person down the road. Or, exactly. You know. And here we at are... At least I don't do that. <laughs> Yeah, and here we are reading these scriptures, and and as we go forward, it keeps talking about here are the other things that that are happening in you, uh, from verse twenty nine onwards. And yeah, think, look, I think one of the things that that we tend to skip over, and and we're actually beginning the um, the understanding of the spiral down to how depraved we are, right? And and we're going to point it out as we go. But what I want to um, point out to us right now is is a couple of things. One of the things that it says here, it says in verse 24, 
it says, because we exchanged, if you like, the the knowledge of God, his existence, like we talked about before, because we exchanged that for other things, whether it was man, whether it was worshipping other things, we, we, we exchanged it. We deliberately put God aside. And because of that, it says here, God gave them up, right? It says in verse 24 that God gave them up, right? So you begin to see this spiral down, right? Yes. Now, if we go over to verse 26, it says, for this reason, God gave them up. <laughs> now, verse 28, uh, God gave them over to a debased mind. I mean, what, we, what we're seeing is a progression, right, from, okay, I don't want to know God or know his, I'm going to deliberately, you know, deny his existence. Mm-hmm. This is what's going to happen is yes. God is basically getting to a point where he's like, you don't, you don't want to acknowledge me? That's fine. And he removes his hands and says, okay, I'm giving you over. That's right. I'm giving you over. And this... If this was a video right now, you'd see that both our hands... Both our hands are up. Are up like as in we're being held up yeah, by a gun. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm basically wiping my hands and I'm lifting them up and saying, okay, if this is the way that you want to go... Yes. Right? I'm yep. now leaving you um, up to your own devices. Right? Well, the fact that God is actually taking his hands off, and like we mentioned in the... Um, the first time, that is the beginning of God's wrath being yes. poured out on man. Yes. That is seen by God saying, okay, I'll let you go and do what you need to do. Okay. So, right? so the, the word in, the word in um, what have we got here? Verse 28, verse 24, and verse 26, as you just mentioned, where it says he gave him up, gave him up. Gave him up, yep. The other word that's used in the translations is abandoned. Yeah, right. Right. In, is that in the, the New Living Translation? That's the New it? Living Translation. So, so let's say verse 24. So God abandoned them to do whatever their shameful things their hearts desired. Mm-hmm. Verse 26. That is why God abandoned them to their own desires. And then verse 28. Uh, since they fought, uh, thought it foolish to acknowledge God, he abandoned them to their own foolish thoughts. Mm. That's a scary thing. That's a scary thing. Yeah, absolutely. So we don't realize how... Just him um, being with us and 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 being almost that 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 restrainer. Hang on, hang on. I just I just had a thought. Let's just let's just make something clear here. I just had a thought. And I don't know whether this is just you know in, in the moment for now. Um, this is not people who walk with the Lord. God has not abandoned people who walk with the Lord. Yes, of course. Let, let, let me just make that we're clear. We're talking about humanity. Yes, we're talking about humanity here. He's talking about humanity, not those who are walking with Jesus, as we said in the last podcast, not those who are ju- churchified, those who are actually disciples of Jesus, follow his tenets, given their hearts to him, uh, encountered, have encountered the Holy Spirit. He's changed them. There's a true conversion. Mm. You don't look and smell like everyone else who doesn't know the world in humanity, but you are... You are under his righteousness. Yeah, you yeah. love him. You love him. Yeah, yeah 100%. Uh, so that's what we're talking about. So, but God God is saying here, it's saying that God abandons yeah. humanity. God abandoned humanity. And you're saying that that is the start of the wrath of God being revealed. Yes. Woo! Yes. Yeah. That's, that's, that's shocking. Well, that's what uh, it says in, in verse 18. That's so shocking. To back up, that's what it says. For the wrath of God is being revealed from heaven against all ungodliness and unrighteousness of right. men who suppress the truth in yes. unrighteousness. And obviously we talked about how, you know, in our last podcast, how they've done that. And now we're seeing that God has yes. basically said, I'm giving you over to that. If that's what you want to do, you don't want to acknowledge me, you don't want to know me, I'll give you over to that. Now, here's the progression My goodness, of what happens to man. Let's see if we can identify from the scriptures written almost 2,000 years ago now, 
right? Yep. Whether we can actually see what's happening where, where are in you society this from? today. Where are you reading this from? I'm now? going to be reading from verse 24. Oh, okay, okay, gotcha. Yeah, yeah, so okay. I'm going to take so exactly go what we just up. read. I'm yep. just going to go through it again. So okay. it says here, therefore God gave them up to uncleanness in the lusts of their hearts. So the first thing that we see is that God gives people over who deny him mm-hmm. to sexual immorality. Okay, right? so it's saying that because of our futile, so a few verses before, let's just tie it in. Because we've denied God, because of our unrighteousness, our wickedness, and we said He doesn't exist, and we profess to be wise, but we've become fools, and we've cha- we've 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 said we don't want the incorruptible seed, we want the corruptible seed, and therefore we we make gods in our own image of birds and four-footed animals and da da da. Here's the consequences, Here's and the you're consequence. saying number yep. one, He gives them up to the uncleanliness, and what do we do with it? We commit sexual immorality. Dishonor our bodies with amongst themselves, exchanging the truth of God, worshipping the creation. That's right. That's exactly what we do. Yeah. So sexual immorality is the first level of God's basically saying, okay, do what you want to do. Here's, mm. here's oh, the, can we see that in our world today? Yeah, oh. exactly. Exactly. <laughs> and, and look, <sighs> when you think about it, like the first four, like if you've got any authority for instance, uh, let's look at it from the family perspective. You've got authority in your life. One of the things that um, the first, the kids want to do is they want to cast off restraint. restraint. That's, yes. that's if, the, of course, they become rebellious. Yes. But they want to cast off the restraint or that 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 sense of law that is in the house. Hey, listen, this is the way we, we do things. <laughs> so true, yes. You know, and, and then we're going to just cast that off and basically say, no, nah, I want to do my own thing. Yeah. And the first thing that a lot of people move to is sexual immorality. That okay, so now that's true. just a just a, an example, all right? So we go to the next one because what happens is, George, is that there's a spiraling down that we see here in the scripture. And this is because you're saying the spiral. So I want to make this clear. Yeah. You're saying the spiraling down happens because we've let go of God or God has let go of us because we've said, we don't want you. Yeah. We don't want you. Buzz off. Yep. We don't believe in you. See you later. Yeah. You're stupid. It's stupid to believe in you. It's an old man rubbish. It's, yep. it's ancient. Yep. Only the idiots back in the ancient yep. times believed this because they were stupid. Yeah. These are the people who built the pyramids, which we can't do now, but they were stupid. Yep. Okay. Yeah. And so, so. All this sort of thing. And so what you're saying is because we've said see you later to God and God has pulled his hands off yep. and abandoned yep. and the gave The natural up, outworking of that yes. is we start- Because our wickedness takes over, which is what we're born with. Which is what we wanted to. That's, That's the reason wanted. why we suppress the truth yes. is because literally we wanted to sin. Excellent. We that, wanted that's to what sin. it is. Like, that's what like, it is. Like, like, like boil it down, Scott. That's what like, it is, man. Boil it down. Yeah, hundred percent. We wanted to sin. We we didn't want the restraining force in our lives to say, "Hey, listen. Yes. If you go down those lines, mm-hmm. you're going to die." Yeah. We're, we're back in the garden again. Yeah, the garden <laughs> we're of back Eden. In the garden yeah? again. The day that you eat of this fruit, you shall surely die. Yes. What does the devil do? You won't surely die. You won't God surely knows that you're going to be better off. So we give in, we eat that fruit. Yes. We take it in and then we we think that it's going to be better for us to listen yes. to someone else rather than listen yeah. to God's word. Yes. Yeah? So where does it keep spiraling? Carry on from. Yeah, so it keeps on spiraling. So we, we see this verse 26 um, sexual now. morality, yep. verse 26. It says, for this reason, God gave them up. So there's the second one, God giving them up to vile passions. Yes. So even their women so it was lust of their hearts. Now it's vile passions. Vile passions, okay. And then obviously it talks about lesbianism and um, it talks about homosexuality, um, homosexuality mm-hmm. right? Now that's we've seen that clearly in yeah. our society today. Yeah. Where I don't know if if you remember when we were growing up, 
obviously it was a very taboo kind of um no one really spoke about it. No one really spoke yeah. about it. You know, it was yep. in the closet, you know, yes. this whole thing about That's right, being, being in the closet. closet. Yep. Now it's all out there and whatever. And now it's completely celebrated. Yep. Um, and it actually talks about that later, but now it's completely celebrated. So now we're seeing the, the sexual morality, we're seeing the homosexuality. All right. So now God's given us up to vile passions. And then we go to verse 28 and it says, What's the next what's the next step? And the next step is that God gives them over to a debased mind to do those things which are not fitting. Mm. So now we get to a mm. point where man can't even think straight. Is that happening in our world oh, today? Oh yes. <laughs> like it says reprobate re- a reprobate re- mind. Reprobate yeah, mind. Yeah, so or the King James mind. The King James says um, God gave them over to a reprobate mind. That word there is in, in the Greek, it basically means to be tested and not approved, or it means disqualified. In other words, you can't think straight. You cannot think straight. Yeah. God gives us up as as one of the as one of the runs in this ladder going down. Correct. Funny you should call it snakes and ladders. Ladders go up, snakes go down. Yes, yeah. they do. Um, <laughs> is a debased reprobate mind that cannot think straight. Cannot think straight. So now we've because what sort of a world do we live in now? Hundred percent. What have we got? Yeah, we've got homosexuality. We've got trans we've got anything goes you know there's no absolute truth yeah everyone's truth is same uh is is on the same is relative level. Yeah. is relative yeah. so your truth is not my truth my truth and that's okay yeah which w- definitions of words are changing no one knows what a woman is no one knows what a man is uh, a man with a penis can also be a woman because he feels like that today um and it's okay for a grown man with a penis to walk into a young girl's bathroom and it's okay why, why yeah. shouldn't he? he feels like he's a woman yeah uh, and vice versa um, no, no. Up until four and a half seconds ago, that was called that was called um, identity dysphoria. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That was what it was called. And so, so gender identity dysphoria was a mental illness in the psychological Bible version five. Yeah, right. Up until twenty seconds ago. <laughs> okay. And then, and then because of because of political pressure, it changed in version six a couple of years ago to say no, 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 no. It's not. It's not longer called that. Yeah, that there's no such thing as gender identity dysphoria. It is a dysphoria that there's something wrong there, and 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 it, let me give you some evidence because I think it's important we speak a little bit about this and we've opened the topic a little bit about this because it's so big out there. There is a reason why the suicide rate and suicide ideation rate in the trans community in the Western world uh, is still so high. There's never been any time in history where they've been. Um, or in modern history, where, where trans people have been accepted and celebrated and, and looked after. Yet, even with all of that acceptance and celebration, the suicide rate is still high. Mm. So if acceptance and, and celebration is not reducing the suicide rate, which, is, which my heart breaks for it. Understand, my heart breaks for these people. It's just the consequence of sin, man. It is, right? And my heart breaks it for them us all. because we don't... We're not helping them by celebrating and accepting the illness that is there. Has anyone stopped to think, well, maybe if we just treated it like what it used to be treated, which was a mental illness, and said, hey, I know that's how you think you identify, but you were born with XY chromosomes. You were born with this sort of genitalia. You were born with this sort of hormone composition. You were born with these sort of features. Uh, maybe you're maybe you're actually that gender. You're this gender here. It's not a construct. It's not, a, it's not a social norm, uh, a social construct. It is actually 
based on scientific evidence, which up until, again, three seconds ago, we knew that's what was biology was based off. Do you think maybe that will reduce the suicide rate because they're getting the actual help they need to get? Like, what, what, what's next? Someone who identifies in five different personalities as what we now call a schizophrenic needs medication put into a mental home? That's the whole point, George, that there is no what's next. That's the point. There's no what's next. Yes. It could be anything, anything. Because now people can't think straight. They can't think straight. We have unanchored ourselves from the absolute truth. Yeah. And God has said, okay, I'm going to pull myself off this. Now you're just you're just like a boat in the ocean that is being tossed back and forth and you don't know which way is right, which way is left. The, the scary thing about that is is that what we we fail to recognize that God has taken his hand off. Mm. That for me is the scariest that part. That is scary. Not for Christians. I mean, obviously that's a whole different ballgame. But yeah. the issue is is that with humanity, uh, especially in the Western world today, is that we 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 don't realize that God has taken His hand off. Mm. We celebrate um, all know, this stuff. We celebrate things. everything. We celebrate all of yep. this, and we think that we're coming of age. Yes, and we don't realize that we are marked for judgment. Yes, literally marked for judgment. That, and, God, and, and it was and it was our own doing. And yeah. this is this is why it's so important to be able to share Jesus and the love of God with people. Because he loved us so much that he gave his only son. For what? So whoever believes in him can be saved. From what? Our own sin. Our sinfulness. <laughs> right? Our sinfulness. This is it is. We, we can look at the world and go, oh, they're okay. They're okay. Everything's going good. They're fine. They're all good. Not realizing, no, no, no. He's, he, Romans 1 is telling you what's happening to humanity mm. and why we need Jesus so so clearly. Yeah. So, Karen, what, what's, what does it go from there from verse 29 onwards? Yeah, well, so I think, I think that's... That spiral down is really important to mm-hmm. to point out because we can actually identify with it, obviously, today. Absolutely. Then it goes into a whole list. And and, and what I want to um, point out to you is have a look at this list and see if this any of us 29. ever come under any of this sort of right. stuff from verse right. 29. Let's have a look. Verse 29 says this, being filled with all unrighteousness, sexual immorality, wickedness, Covetousness, for those of you who don't know what covetousness is, we in the Western in the Western world um, suffer from this big time. Covetousness is basically wanting things, mm. wanting things. Mm. Can't have enough. I've got to have that car. I've got to have the iPhone exactly, 14. Exactly. Got to mm. have the next thing. Covetousness is basically just that lust, if you like, for things. Yes. Ah. Oh. Maliciousness, full of envy, murder, strife, deceit, evil-mindedness. They are whisperers, backbiters, haters of God, violent, proud, boasters, inventors of evil things, disobedient to parents, undiscerning, untrustworthy, unloving, unforgiving, unmerciful, who knowing the righteous judgment of God that those who practice such things are deserving of death, not only do the same, but also approve of those who practice them. <laughs> Scott, this is a very That's terrifying That's, list, isn't it? It is because I'm, you know, look if I if I if I think about my own life, you know, and and it's one of those things, you know, you you got to have a look at your own life, and 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 when you're reading this, you're just thinking that is scary. 
This is this is this is our society today. This is this is too what much. hope do we yes. have? Yes, this is this is a lot. We know the hope. Oh, we know the hope. We know who he is. Exactly. <laughs> we, we we know the hope. We we know the hope of Jesus. But the thing I love about this, George, is that this is actually the truth. What? Okay, so you're saying? Oh, sorry, not you're saying. The Bible's saying here that this is the real. Humanity. Yeah, this is the real condition. This is the real condition of humanity. Yeah, yeah. And the no one is of that good. No one is. No one is good. Yeah, yeah. And we haven't even got Romans chapter three yet. No. Okay. Yeah. So when someone when someone you know says to me, and I used to get this often, uh, no, 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 I don't need to be a Christian to have morals. Okay, let's run with that thought. Where did your moral standard come from? Yeah, the moral argument. Actually, mm-hmm. actually, absolutely, absolutely. My parents, my parents, their parents, their parents, their parents, their parents. Okay, how long do you want to go back? Do you want to go all the way back to Adam and Eve? Where are we going with this? Mm. So if humanity didn't come up with it, where did it come from? It has to have come from outside of ourselves. Mm. And if, if otherwise we don't know what the difference between right and wrong is. And the argument we always get when, some, when we say we don't know the difference between right and wrong, why uh, is, if we give an example, why is it wrong of me to bring a child into this room and kill them right now? For fun. Why is it wrong of me to do that? Mm. Scott, why is it wrong of me to do that? Mm. If there's no moral standard, you're yeah, saying. Yeah. yeah. What if my standard was that it's okay for me to do that because they're, 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 um, they're, they're small, they can't defend themselves, they're defenseless. I like doing it because it gives me power. I feel yeah. powerful doing it. Yeah, it, it, it's interesting, isn't it? Because you go into that whole philosophical side where, you know, well, they're innocent. Well, who says they're innocent? Exactly. You know, so, you know, they're innocent. Um, and my truth is, is that I can do whatever I want, and Correct. it's survival of the fittest. Exactly. So therefore, I can do yeah, whatever this, I want. that, and the other. You so know? if your if your truth is that it's wrong for an adult to kill a child, but my truth is it's not. It's a sport, and I'm I'm happy to do it. Then it's a survival of the fittest. Well, yeah. you don't like it? Come and do something about yeah. it. Yeah, and a lot of people argue with that. The issue with that is, is that then then it goes to then they'll argue. Okay, well. Where our morality comes from is more of a communal type of thing. So we all come up with what is the moral standard. Right. The problem with that is that that moral standard has declined. Yes. Exactly. (laughs) Incredibly. Yes. Even over the last... 10 to 20 that's years. The, that's the human moral standard. Yeah, so so That's our consensus. How moral. far is this going to go? Yes. Exactly. Uh-huh. And and th- that's the point. Morality has to come from outside of humanity. It has to be a standard. Yes. Um and here we are. Here is he in in these verses with that we're reading is exactly the wickedness of man in its in its some of its purest form. Mm. Yeah. Goodness me. Anything else you wanted to say on, on these verses? I think I think you've uh, I really think you've unpacked a, a can of worms here. That's, <laughs> that's no, uh, but I think it's it's really important because you know it doesn't stop there. Reiterating, you know, it does no, it doesn't. And, it goes and, into Romans two, but yeah, exactly. But here's the point: like we mentioned from the beginning again, is that this is actually the beginning of the gospel. This, ladies and gentlemen, yes. let's say that again. Say that again, Scott, because that's important. This is Don't the beginning this. of the gospel. This Paul's explaining the gospel to us. Yes, and he starts here. He starts with the wickedness of men. Yes, he starts right here. So, so when we understand, because he, he, here's what it means to me when when you say that, when I understand what my true wickedness is like, Jesus shines brighter in my life. Yeah, yeah. I I think the issue is is that. The word Jesus, you know what that means, don't you? Right. What does it mean? As in Emmanuel. 
Yeah, no, no, yeah, no. Yeah, yeah. but it means saviour, yeah? Saviour, yes. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. Yeshua means saviour, yeah. right? When you see um, the word saviour in the Old Testament in Hebrew, the word is, is Yeshua. Yeshua. Yeah. The point being is that how can God be a saviour if there's nothing to save us from? Absolutely. You know what I mean? He, his very nature is a, to be a saviour because he is a saviour. Um, the problem is, is that when we... Um, tried to explain the gospel, whether it be preaching, you know, I'm not having a go at, you know, those behind the pulpit, although um, they should be, they are going to be judged even more than, than the rest of and us. And mind you, please let us say that we we both have been preachers in our lives, so 100%. we understand. So Scott's not saying that out of pointing the finger, that's us as well. Yeah, 100%, yep. yeah. Um, or just witnessing to other people. Um, one of the things that, needs to be understood and explained well mm -hmm. is our state. Yes. Our state before the Lord. Agreed. And I think that that is the foundation for which the gospel begins. Correct. Correct. Well, Scott, I think um, I think we, we've got probably another 12, 13 minutes. Have we? Yes. I, I would like to move into Romans 2 and okay. do, do a couple of verses because it still keeps opening it up. Yes. It keeps opening up because when you get to verse... Um, uh, when you get to chapter three, it's it's titled you know, God's judgment defended. So God now shows what His judgment is to humanity, and by the time we get to to you know and 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 uh, you know a little bit further from that, it's talking about how God, uh, you know, all of sin, but then God's righteousness cuts through through the faith, and it's, you know God comes as the as the as the savior, yes, which is the gospel story, 100%. right? The second part of it. But I think let's go to chapter 2 because it carries on with what is happening with us, if you don't mind me reading that. Oh, please do. All right. So Romans 2 verse 1 onwards, it says, Therefore, you are inexcusable, O man, whoever you, whoever you are who judge. For in whatever you judge another, you condemn yourself. For you who judge practice the same things. <laughs> My goodness. <laughs> but we know that the judgment of God is according to truth against those who practice such things. And and do you think this, O man, you who judge those practicing such things and doing the same, that you will escape the judgment of God? Do you think you will? Or do you despise the riches of his goodness, forbearance, and long-suffering, not knowing that the goodness of God leads you to repentance? Let's just say that last bit again. Not knowing, you don't know, that it's God's goodness that leads you to repentance. Scott. Yes. Like, honestly. <laughs> yeah. I, one of the things that really jumped out to me um, fairly recently, actually, is because when you read um, that section that we just went through in Romans chapter 1, one of the things that it says is um, they, it continues to say they, right? Um, for instance, uh, let me give you a bit of an example. Uh, I can't even find it now. Well, what were you thinking through? Well, it talks about they. So when you're thinking about these these ones, perhaps that are committing these types of sins or whatever, mm -hmm. it, it 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 refers to they. They do this and they gotcha. do that. Yeah. Yep. God gives them. Sorry, yep. I should yep. say yeah. Them. Yes. God's give them over. So mm -hmm. you can. As even as Christians, what you can tend to do is think that that's them, them over there, them over there that yes. are doing these sorts of things. Yes. That it's you know it's not me who commits this sort of stuff. It's 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 those guys. Yes. You know, it's those trans community, or it's that homosexual or lesbian community. It's that um, depraved community doing whatever that is. You know that sort of thing. And what you can tend to do is 
sit in this place where you think that you're better, right? <laughs> and this is what I love about Romans yeah. chapter two. Yes. Because when you're thinking that it's just them, yep. as you've just read, yes. it now turns around and says, therefore you are an excusable, inexcusable, <laughs> O man, whoever you are who judge for whatever uh, you judge, you yourself do the yes. same things because you, you condemn same. yourself. Yeah. And no. I just, I love that because what it's doing is it's a great leveler. It's a leveler. It's a level of Don't look at someone else and say, they're the sinner, but I'm pretty okay. And I think that that's one of the problems so that a lot of Christians have. How with, do you mean? Um, with the, the community today that is, you know, whether it be the trans community or whatever, is that um, it can tend to be pointed out as, you know, even a worse sin than Got you. fornication yes. or adultery. Yeah. Now, we know that adultery is unfortunately... And fornication is unfortunately practiced within the church. Yeah. You know, it's obviously shouldn't yes. be, yeah. but it is, you know, and, and there's a sense in which, you know, you can point the, the finger at someone else and, and say, you know, well, that person does this. Look at you, you this. reveler, you, you, you party do. goer, you yeah. drug taker. You, yeah, yeah, yeah. At least I don't do that. Well, listen, man, you've been watching stuff on computer that You're you should. You're clicking stuff. You are, you are gossiping to, until you are destroying someone's character. You're lying in order to be proven a particular yeah. way. You are That list that we just read. Are you, are you disobedient to your parents? Are you unloving, unmerciful, you know? That all it, of these things. Exactly. Well, you don't have any excuse if you're pointing the finger because you yourself do the same thing. Wow, boastful and proud. Backstabbers. Haters. The great leveler. The great leveler. The great leveler. Absolutely. And, and I think that um, what you just read there where it says, or oh, do you despise the good, um, what is the, his goodness, forbearance and long-suffering, mm, not mm. knowing that the goodness of God leads you to repentance. Yes. It's God's goodness. Yes. Because he is good, we have some hope here. Another word for goodness is his kindness. In the New Living, it says, New Living Translation, can't you see that his kindness is intended to turn you from your sin? Nice. Isn't that nice? Nice. Isn't that incredible? God's goodness leads you to repentance. The reason why we go to get repentance is because God is still good. He is the one that's good. Yeah, absolutely. Right. Um, are you okay for me to read? We've got about another six, seven minutes. Are you okay for me to read verse four onwards, or would you like to stay here for a bit? No, let's do it. Okay. So verse five, sorry, I should say, it says in, in Romans chapter two, but because you are stubborn... And refuse to turn from your sin. So God's goodness will lead you from your sin. But because of your stubbornness and refuse to turn from your sin, you are storing up terrible punishment for yourself, God's wrath. For a day of anger is coming when God's righteous judgment will be revealed. He will judge everyone according to what they have done. He will give eternal life to those who keep on doing good seeking after the glory and honor and immortality that God offers. Verse 8, But he will pour out his anger and wrath on those who live for themselves, who refuse to obey truth, and instead live lives of wickedness. Wow. Wow. Um, is there anything you wanted to add to that? Um, yeah. I want to read it from... The New King James, because it might yes. help us. Because Go for it. Yeah, verse 5 says, But in accordance with the hardness and your impenitent heart, you are treasuring, treasuring up for yourself wrath in the day of wrath and revelation of the righteous judgment of God. That word there, revelation, is the word apocalypsis. Mm -hmm. This is what you were referring to before. This, yes. this God is, is going to one day 
truly reveal himself yes. in his person. And at that stage, it's going to be too late. So if if you don't repent before then, we're in, you're in trouble. Mm. Mankind, mm. humanity is in if trouble. If humanity does not repent before then, they are in trouble. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. That That's... That's massive. That's massive, Scott. And if I go from verse 9, for instance, it goes on again. There will be trouble and calamity for everyone who keeps on doing what is evil, for the Jew first and also for the Gentile. So he's telling my house and every other house is going to cop it. Yeah. But, then, but, but there will be glory and honor and peace from God for all who do good, for the Jew first and also for the Gentile. For God does not show favoritism. There he is, the great leveler again. Okay? Yep. God, and it, I love how through all of this wickedness and unrighteousness, it keeps coming back with, but God's goodness yeah. will lead you to repentance. And then it comes back and says, but if you do good through God, then there's going to be goodness for you. He doesn't show favoritism. Everyone can come and get it. And then it goes back. When the gent- in verse 12, when the Gentile sins, they will be destroyed, <laughs> even though they never had God's written law. Oh, what does your version say of, chapter, of verse 12? Verse 12, yeah. For as many as have sinned without the law will also perish without the law, and as many as have sinned in the law will be judged by the law. Yes, exactly. That's interesting. So <laughs> isn't that interesting? That That's saying, oh, you didn't know the law? Doesn't matter. Is that what that's saying? Um, yeah, I think so. When the Gentile, let, let, let me read um, New Living here, and, and I think we'll stop with this one. When the Gentiles sin, they will be destroyed even though they never had God's written law. And the Jews, who do have God's written law, will be judged by that law when they fail to obey it. That's interesting. You can't stand before God is what it's saying and saying, I never knew. Yeah, yeah. There's, it's I didn't whole, read the Old Testament. Whole no, no excuse again, because even though you might have the, the written law, you'll disobey it. And even if you don't, You'll know that you're sinning anyway. Yeah. See, okay. This is the point. Let, let's let's touch on this in the next last few minutes. We want to stop at verse twelve of chapter two, because we we often get the question, and I got it being a minister for so many years. Uh, what about the people who live in La La Land in the middle of Africa? Yeah, that don't have hear don't about have Jesus. ministers come in and hear about Jesus. What about them? Yeah, that, this is I get that often as a just like the whole thing, like you know the the argument. Uh, for abortion, for instance. What about the the point one percent of people that get raped? Yeah, right. All yes. right. What if I give you the point one percent of people? Would you agree the other ninety nine point nine percent shouldn't be aborted for convenience? That's what we. That's what I get. Oh yeah. no, no, no. That people should have choice. Yeah. Okay. Well, don't ask the question. Yeah, exactly. Because you don't really want to know the. You answer. You don't really want to know the answer. Right? Exactly. Yeah. So in so in a lot of that. So what what I used to say to people, and Scott, I'm happy for, to for you to correct me, is. Okay, let's uh, let's go to Oompa Loompa Land in the middle of Africa. Someone who's who's never seen a white person or a missionary, don't know anything about it. But they look up in the sky, and they worship the one who made the stars, or the one who made the moon, and the one who made the the one who made the the the, the sun, the one who made the. What are your thoughts on that? Is God's mercy of a way where He's saying they're worshiping the creation? They're worshiping the one who created those. They haven't got a name to articulate it. But they're worshipping those. Does God look at that and go, okay, okay, maybe his mercy does extend to them. How, or, or, I'm going to throw a doozy at you now, okay? <laughs> or, does God know through his infinite 
wisdom and through his knowledge of living outside of time and in eternity, who was never going to choose him, so he puts them in those remote areas anyway. You're asking the wrong guy Jesus. that question, baby. You know that. <laughs> but I think, I think. Now, by the way, I just said that as just to throw a doozy in there. Let's let's scrap that for now because that's a whole other world. But what what do you say to those ones who, who who say that about people who live in the middle of nowhere? Never hear about Jesus. The issue that we have is we are doing exactly what Romans chapter 2. We sit in judgment, but now we're not pointing the finger at man. We're pointing the finger at God. Because what we're doing Ooh. is we're basically looking at God and saying, if, if they don't hear, you're now going to be unjust if you send them to hell. Oh. The point is... He doesn't send anyone to hell, though. God it's is not right. sending them yes. to hell. Yes. Their own sin yes. will yeah. cause, cause them to be judged. Yeah. The issue is, is that um, we look at it as, um, you know, this, this sense of injustice, you know. What about those that never hear, that sort of thing? Mm. Um, when really we should be saying, what about you who has heard? Yeah. Yeah. And, and also, are you obeying the Lord in the oh, first place and, and, to go. And, mm. and let's not worry about the Oompa Loompas in, in, in the middle of Africa. There's Let no the Oompa Loompas oh, no, I know that. I know that. I just don't There's know no the name Oompa of the Trumps. Let's just get this out there to the people. There's no Oompa Loompas in. That's in Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. Yeah, every man. time I say Oompa Loompa, you're looking at me funny like, what is he? Does he know that's Charlie and the Chocolate Factory? I do. He's, I do. He's, he's just, yeah. He doesn't want to pick any particular people group. I don't want to pick group, a tribe, you know, no, you know, so. no, Exactly. Yeah. And then someone, then I'll get a letter, I get yeah, an email yeah. saying, how dare you pick Yeah, that's him. right. There's Oompa Loompas in this, in this very room right here, that's and I think it's called Scott and George. <laughs> Scott and George, yeah, exactly. Yeah, the uh, and so, so yeah, don't worry. Let, let God's mercy and God's righteousness deal with that. Look, at the end of the day, they're going to answer to God. D that's right. There's and, nothing and you, you can say or do except yes. go to wherever that God has called you and, and tell them about Preach the, the Lord. gospel there. Because right. it's only, yes. and we know this, John fourteen six. Jesus yeah. said, I am the way, the truth, truth and, and the, the life. life. No man will come to the Father except yes. through me. So yes. there's only one way so to heaven. Let, let's not be universalists. It's, it, it's exclusive. Yeah. Let's not be universalists. I.e., mm. like some you know major preachers did 10, 15 years ago, all of a sudden, no, you can get to, to God through every way. Jesus could be anything. Yeah, Jesus could be so, Muhammad. Jesus can be the TV. Jesus can be the radio. Jesus could be Buddha. Jesus could be the cow. Jesus. That, that sort of <laughs> arguing is yeah. exactly the same arguing as what we were talking about before. That's so true. It's relative it's truth. Exactly. You know, there's no absolute truth. It's yes. just to whatever. Whatever Many we, roads to, 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 to Rome, to, to, right. you know, that whole idea that there's no one way. No, there yes. is one no, way. No, there is. And the yes. one who said it said there's only one way. Yes. Jesus himself. <laughs> All right, ladies and gentlemen, we will leave it there. So we've gone from Romans 1 verse 18 to Romans 2 verse 12. We'll pick up from verse 13 onwards in our next podcast. Please share this far and wide. Let people know what's happening out here so that they, that they can go through this journey with us. Uh, it's been fun, Scott. It's been great. I'm actually thinking about the next. Yes, this is. Uh, this I was is thinking actually, about the next one. I'm, I'm getting, reading it. Verse thirteen. Deep. Oh my goodness. This is getting deep. Yeah. And, but this is the beginning. Let's let's remind us before we go. Yeah, yeah. yeah. This is the beginning of the gospel, the no, wickedness of man, and then soon enough, we're going to be talking about the why, good news, the good news of yeah, the gospel, yeah, yeah. Jesus Christ. Come on. Thank you, guys. Have a great, great rest of the week. Whatever day you're listening to this, we will see you at the next on the next podcast.